In this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes, and the burden of calculating, reporting, and complying with these taxes falls to the office of the chief financial officer. These tax departments face a number of challenges with compliance, governance, and infrastructure caused by complex tax codes, siloed data, and manual processes. More recently, the COVID-19 pandemic has placed the added constraint of remote working and for some or for a number of organizations on the early stages of transformation, if at all, the inability to access expense claims, tax records, and the like from home. Welcome to Podcasts for Future CFO. In today's episode, we take a look at tax management challenges in 2021. Joining us today is Ms. Laura Holdsworth, SVP and General Manager for SAP Concur. Laura, welcome to Podchats for Future CFO. Hi, Alan. Thank you very much for having me. You're very welcome. Now, before we get into our topic, perhaps you can tell us a bit about SAP Concur. Well, SAP Concur is an organization founded 28 years ago, and we were acquired by SAP to drive the intelligent enterprise in travel expense and invoice to help our customers really get the most value out of their spend. Discretionary spend is something that organizations sometimes struggle to control, um, whether that is through individual expenses or through paper invoices that come into the organization. And SAP Concur is designed to drive efficiency, drive costs out of the business and put complete control around that level of spend that organizations otherwise would not have. The ability to control and then obviously drive the cost savings. Give us a definition of what tax management is as viewed from the perspective of the chief finance officer. Tax management involves financial analysis and decision making but while proactively controlling organizations' tax position, right, they need to make sure that their legal requirements are met. And we see, and I knew you will be aware, that proper tax management can lead to lower effective tax rates, better business decision-making, and a greater accuracy in financial reporting. Now, COVID-19, we've seen over the last 12 months, has imposed new challenges on tax management from a compliance perspective. And as a form of relief, many countries have had to introduce new or temporary changes to their value-added tax, the VAT regulations that have been in place for many years. These multiple and frequent changes have really been hard for the APAC countries to track and comply with. And given that many organizations are still handling them manually, it's really caused a lot of headaches for the CFO. Um, you know, it's important to get a handle on this issue as non-compliance can result in hefty financial penalties. Unclaimed VAT also leaves money on the table you know, that otherwise could be used for business investments, even more relevant than ever right now. But many businesses still do not reclaim VAT on domestic or foreign spend. And while you can only reclaim a year back on foreign spend in some countries, VAT on domestic does give the ability to reclaim multiple years back. And as businesses think about increasing their cash flow, recovering lost VAT in past years, T&E spend can be a welcome cash boost for businesses uh, as long as they've got the historical data and we've seen that within the SAP Concur customer base where they've had that data but previously neglected on the reclaim part. And connected to this is really another dimension of compliance and the ability to monitor employee spending and spot suspicious spend patterns over time. You know, if an organization has a reliable means to identify policy compliance errors before they reimburse it, it can really shorten the auditing time and decrease the risk of misuse and fraud. You know, and this, this again reduces financial liability for the organization. And it's really useful during these economically challenging times that every company is facing right now. 
If I can step back a bit, and for much of 2019 and 2020, the future CFO, the dialogues we've had with the heads of finance, have revealed an interest in finance transformation. You've cited an issue where there's still a lot of elements with regards to tax, uh, paper-based workflow, I guess. To what extent is digital impacting the way the finance team is now better able to manage the overall finance and tax position? Well, as we start to see organizations begin to look at normalization post-pandemic, right, businesses are starting to change their focus or will have to start to change from kind of the crisis mode they went into to recovery, to growth and resilience and sustainability and profitability. So we are seeing in the coming months, businesses will rethink and in many cases reinvent the way that they currently run. And we've witnessed an acceleration of the tax domain digitization process that continues to drive business transformation. In particular, those transactions that are driven by employees. You know, it was once it was a nice to have, and we've seen that over the years, has now become mission critical importance as we emerge into a new financial data landscape, a priority for the long-term success and resiliency of these businesses. We've seen efficiency, agility, and innovation are gonna be more important than ever. Finance organizations must transform, as we've just referred to, but also put in place technology to help them achieve these three qualities so that they can help the entire organization become more intelligent. When done right, finance transformation can achieve the following four things. We see increased organizational efficiency, leading to greater competitiveness and higher business ROI. Uh, Secondly, we see greater finance visibility and therefore control. Thirdly, uh, we see increased ability to meet employees' needs, leading to higher work satisfaction and retention. And fourth and finally, a streamlined travel experience that will help organizations better manage costs and risks around business trips. Whenever we deal with transformation, especially in these days, we often have two words that follow it. One is modernization, the other one's automation, sort of similar to a certain degree. How do these two support the finance team's mandate to do more with less? And from a purpose of taxation, I mean, to what extent does it make it challenging, especially at the beginning as organizations just step into the automation part, getting to know the, how things will work in this new transformed way of working? Yeah, you're right, Alan. I mean, they're, they're similar but different. And so organizations are looking at automation and workflow modernizations as really key considerations for their organization and in particular their finance organization. And automation and workflow modernization save time for the finance team. Now, it's often tackling strategic company-wide initiatives like business planning or driving growth while trying to deliver on the core financial functions for the business. And they can't afford to waste the time on manual paper email or spreadsheet-based processes for managing expenses, travel, or invoicing. And for employees, we see automated solutions take repetitive manual aspects out of routine finance and admin tasks, which saves employees and managers time so they can focus on that meaningful work of driving the business forward. Other benefits include detecting erroneous and fraudulent claims and, of course, fully reclaiming all VAT. Back to your question about how does it really impact the tax part. Um, and enable organizations to avoid non-compliance fines, which also obviously conserves significant cash. You've spoken quite a bit about the benefits of uh, automation transformation, to a certain degree improving how we deal with our expenses, for example, employee expense claims. When an organization starts to look into something like this, what are the typical challenges that they face as they start to look at the possibility or even introduce some form of automation in the way they manage their tax, for example? 
Yeah, and there are definitely a lot of challenges. As we talked about earlier, the fact that it was previously kind of a nice to have and when organizations are doing well, they tend not to focus on these type of projects. They tend to just be continuing to drive growth. But you know, now that organizations in this environment are having to think about it, and so we kind of look at three things that organizations are, are thinking about or should be definitely thinking about right now. And the first one is building corporate agility. Right? As the pandemic has altered behavior patterns of consumers and businesses, organizations really need to meet new customer and partner needs and become more agile. And cloud adoption, we've seen as a key part of business agility. Finance leaders need to digitize quickly and accelerate their journey to the cloud, not spend months and years trying to implement these solutions. Because only then can they really enjoy fast time to market, simplified innovation, easier scalability, and really reduce their risk. Cloud platforms we've seen can help deploy new digital customer experiences in days, rather than months and even years in traditional sense and can support analytics that would be uneconomical or simply impossible with traditional technology platforms. But secondly, to agility, we see harnessing technology for that finance transformation. So as financial processes are largely manual today, as we've discussed as well, businesses need to review the gaps in their current infrastructure and identify where automation can improve those financial processes. And that can also be a challenging task in itself. Um, but there's really enormous potential for APAC organizations to simplify processes and drive greater automation and integration in, for example, the travel expense and invoice processes. They could also use technology to improve employee experience and sharpen the finance department's visibility into spend for better control and compliance. Now, a recent SAP Concur study that we did has found that as much as 38% of employees in APAC still make their claims manually. And can you imagine that, trying to do that when you are fully remote as well? I mean, technology could be used to eliminate all of these processes for better spend and control and user experience. And we've seen AI and machine learning have the potential to replace numerous manual processes. For example, companies that use AI-powered spend management solutions can eliminate paper processes and tedious spreadsheets, and in accounts payable, the optical character recognition that we're starting to see uh, an increased prevalence of can allow automatically to read and enter invoices, for example, into the payment system, and then match the invoice and purchase order automatically. So we're starting to see these finance areas, but it's really about identifying what the gaps are and where we need to plug them. And then thirdly, and finally, we think organizations also need to be rethinking the future of work and the associated costs with it. Employees are now working remotely and these arrangements are here to stay for the foreseeable future. And we need to seek effective digital solutions. At the peak of the crisis, JLL found that 68% of employees we're working from home. And to cater to digital first employees, organizations should adopt a virtual first mindset now and provide IT resources and funding for organization-wide virtualization. We've seen companies who would normally mandate their employees are in the office are now going to a work from anywhere concept of which you know, creates additional challenges. But as employees continue with these arrangements, there's a reconsideration of where the costs will come from and what the future of work will entail for them. And you know, for example, real estate costs will be balanced with that of IT infrastructure upgrades where the companies need to spend the money to offset costs that previously would have been very high for an organization. So those are the three areas that we've seen the challenges and where we believe companies should be thinking about.
There are many solutions in the market today to help finance teams undertake modernization. What should CFOs and heads of finance look for or bear in mind when they're looking for that solution or solutions that is right for their organization? I think the key thing that organizations need to look for is, I mean, as we referred to before, just kind of a gap analysis of where they are. And then sometimes it's a consolidation. I spoke to an organization yesterday that said they actually have a lot of different systems that they didn't even realize could actually be consolidated into one. So as we look at it, we are talking to CFOs, finance heads on the consolidation, particularly around that travel expense and invoice and realizing that it can be a seamless integrated solution to get complete visibility over their spend and governance around it. So I think the crucial part is companies to think about what's the gap and focus on solutions that will give them the agility and the quick time to improve. Laura, thank you for joining me on Podchats for Future CFO. Thank you so much for having me. That was Laura Holdsworth, SVP and General Manager, SAP Concur, on the topic of tax management challenges in 2021. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We also like to invite you to sign up for our weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode on Podchats for Future CFO. For now, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CFO. Bye for now.